Let's get ready to rumble! Hello and welcome to Netflix vs. Cinema. Hello to anybody who's watching us on the live stream on Facebook. Welcome to Netflix vs. Cinema. That's right, we're getting all fancy now. My name is Toasted and I am the host of the show. I am based up in a place called Bromsgrove in the West Midlands, just outside of Birmingham. And joining me as always on the Isle of Wight is Sharon Bolan. Hello. And Sean Harris. Hello there. <laughs> yes, yes. And to, what we do on this show is we go to the cinema each week and we watch whatever they've actually given us to watch. We rate everything we've seen out of five. We stay at home and we watch a whole bunch of stuff on TV. If it's a TV series, we watch the whole TV series, the whole, watch the whole season. And then we rate that out of five. And then we rate them, we weigh them up against each other and see where money has been better spent this week. So this week, with that being the case, Shall we go through what we have seen in the cinema and what it is that we're going to be bringing to the chopping block? So, Sharon, you want to go first? Yeah, this week I have seen A Man Called Otto. I want to say A Man Called Over, but that is the book. So it's A Man Called Otto. <laughs> that, that is the book and the original film of which yeah. this is based on. Oh, so that's, but you think you saw something else that we're not going to review this week? I've also seen I Want to Dance with Somebody, which is the Whitley Houston film biopic, but we're going to save that till next week to review. We're, we're going to save that till next week for, because we think that that will probably still be in cinemas as opposed to what we're going to talk yeah, about this week. Maybe Holly might see that one. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. And, and Sean, what have you seen in cinemas this week? Okay, well, I saw Till, um, A Man Called Otto, mm -hmm. and Empire of Light at yes. the cinema. And I'm streaming, I've seen All Quiet in the Western Front, which we're going to save, and White Noise. White Noise, White Noise, which we should be talking about today because we had that on last week and we didn't talk That's about right. it last week. So, yes. so it's time to talk about Adam Driver in the 80s. And I saw <laughs> I saw Empire of Lights as well at the cinema and I finished watching the first season of a, of a show on Disney Plus that won a bunch of Emmys last year, which is Abbott Elementary. Yeah, Abbott Elementary. So, cool. That's it. Shall we kick off? And let us start off with, I'm going to say, we're going to kick off with A Man Called Otto in cinema. We usually start off in cinema, that's at once. So, Sharon, can you tell, tell us about A Man Called Otto? A Man Called Otto is a film starring Tom Hanks as the titular character. And he is a man in his sort of, I wouldn't say he's elderly, because he's not quite elderly yet, but he's the end of his middle age, as it were. He's coming towards that, he's an older man. Yeah. And you see, you, when you first meet him, he is finishing work, that he's retiring. So he's coming towards the end of his working life, he's retiring, and you see him planning um, his own death. He has decided that the day he retires, the day after he retires, he is gonna end his life. And then as the film progresses, you see him plan <laughs> how he how he how he meets his death and also the reasons why he's come to that point and when you and with that realization of him coming to that point you interact with him as he meets other people um people who are family that have moved into his neighborhood next door and you see through his interaction how life basically resurrects itself it makes itself known and how even though he may want to retreat from life and all that it involves it won't let him go <laughs> and so he is not life is not given up on him even though in many ways he has given up on life so we meet him in these different points of his life and it's almost like it's his death and his resurrection cool but you saw it as well didn't you Tony? yes i saw it yeah yeah um yeah i thought Another good Sterling perform, you know, stalwart, whatever you call it, uh, performance, and it solid, solid's the word. I think a good solid performance from Tom Hanks. This is a Tom Hanks vessel. It was quite funny because when I went in to watch Till, there were some ladies coming out, and I asked them what they'd seen, and they said, "Oh yeah, I saw this." He said, "Oh, we've just been to see that Tom Hanks film. Make sure you take some tissues with you." And I was like, "Right, yeah. okay." <laughs> um, so, Had you seen it at that point? No, I hadn't seen it at that point. So, and I, but I didn't take any tissues anyway because, but I, I, I do have to say that I did I, I, this week. I really enjoyed my viewing experiences, and I think Ooh. it was the trailers. I think it was the yeah, not um, not so much the films, but just the experience. I mean, I went to see Till, and oh, we'll talk about that anyway. We're talking about Otto, but I'll tell you about that when we talk about Till. But anyway, yeah. So good, good, um, 
a good sterling performance from from Tom, I thought. And was that his son, the one, the young one, when they, they, they sort of flashback? Is that a, honestly is that don't a, know? Is that his real son? Uh, uh, I'll have a quick look because I know, I know, because I know, I, I know Colin hmm. Hanks. Colin Hanks is yeah. his son, and Colin Hanks is a good actor. Yeah, because I got a feeling because. I don't think it was Colin Hanks playing his younger son because I know oh, right, him because okay. he's been a lot of, oh, right. sort of team stuff back in the yeah. day. But he, I mean, I thought, I, I didn't know, he, he, he looked totally, totally stunned all the time, which maybe would have been if it was, you know, for the relationship. But I just wondered if it was perhaps his son. I'm not sure. But anyway, yeah. so yeah, I, I, um, some, there were some, some good characters in there. Um, I wouldn't say it was like, mind-blowing for my point of view or like super duper or anything like that but you know it was a, a, a good entertaining film i mean i didn't know that it was a book or that it was a remake but you know obviously no, yeah, I mean, the original was, swedish isn't it uh, yeah swedish but the, the 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 writer is um yeah he's written some extraordinary books over the years uh yeah i found him i must admit i'm glad i didn't watch it closer to when my own father died because <laughs> right, I would have yeah. found it quite yes. devastating to yes. watch mm. I don't think I would have coped with it at all had mm. it been sort of five years ago or I couldn't have watched it ten years mm. ago but had it been even five years ago I really would have struggled so I did find it quite a hard watch in many ways because <laughs> mm. you... you know grief is is a wound that never heals I uh, in my yeah opinion, no no I understand I understand did you hard watch, but it was did all you... done very very well yeah. Did you, were you convinced by um, Tom Hanks being like the grumpy sourpuss or with sort of, or? Yeah, well, you can see how some people do get embittered by life. And then yes, they, yeah. they don't shut down their humanity, but they suppress it to the point of view that most yeah. people think they are one-dimensional. They're just, grumpy, yeah. you know, they're just... Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think, think I, I think I think what Sean is what it sounds to me like Sean is trying to say is Sean is trying to say he's Tom Hanks he can't be grumpy he's too <laughs> nice he's Mr <laughs> Nice Guy don't give me Mr <laughs> Nice Guy and tell me he's a grumpy <laughs> soul <laughs> he's, he's, he's a nice like, guy isn't he, he is heart. he is yeah 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 in his heart you can see it and 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 for me I think he does that quite well I think he does it as like you know he really really wants to be grumpy really really wants to be grumpy but can't. Do you know what I mean? He wants to be genuinely horrible. People would not be the ones who look after the the, the street, who street, to make no. sure the rubbish gets separated, and he makes sure they get the gates get locked. Genuinely grumpy people are not very nice. No, and you can see that he still had a heart there. Yeah. <laughs> why, yeah. why would he help his neighbours? Why would he, um, you know, be the the neighbourhood guy? He wouldn't yeah. be, would he? But why would he care for his wife all those years? So you can see that. This is it's a shell, and um, it only it took this sort of this this family that moved in mm. to sort of crack that shell, mm. um, that um, and to see sort of see who he was underneath it. So yeah, it so, was a quite a moving film. So how many stars would we give a man called Otto? You go. You want me to go first? Or? I would give it four. I thought it was okay. well acted. It was well presented. It was mm. you know it sort of moved me in the right places. I think. Um, I said, well, yeah, I would certainly give it a four. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, I would give it a solid three. I would give it a solid three because it's not really, uh, it's not a lot original. Uh, as, as for me, it wasn't, <laughs> you know, um, you know, there's been similar sort of films before. But yeah, no, I mean, it was well acted. And I mean, perhaps you can call me hard-hearted Harry or something, I don't know. But no, and I could see there were a couple of times when when um, I, I uh, perhaps could have got emotional. But um yeah, so for me, it's a solid three, a really, really good solid three. Nearly a four, but a solid three for me. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just laughing about the fact that uh, you just you just said uh, it's not really original about a remake. So <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. So... Yeah, what I mean is we've seen it before. With other, yeah, I know, other I know, people. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, you know I know exactly. What yeah, you exactly, I just, I just yeah, thought yeah. it was a funny turn of phrase. All right, cool. So okay, that's a man called Otto, and now we go on to. Netflix and Friends, and we are going to talk about White Noise. White Noise. Now, White Noise. This is another film based on a book, <laughs> and, and it, it is it is a film that I've heard quite a bit about, and and because oh, I think okay, this has Adam Driver and Greta Gerwig in it, directed mm. by Noah Baumbach, and um and Sean. I know you you are quite an Adam Driver fan. You, you yes. quite like, you like you quite I like, do some, like of some of his films. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I know that you will watch it and you say, "Oh, what's he doing now?" But um, I, I, from what I heard, this is a film that you need to have your wits about you before you watch. 
So Indeed, tell, us, yes. tell us about white noise. Okay, white noise is basically like a, 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 a family drama about, you know, the family dealing with all the, the problems that a family deals with. It's like a third marriage. And so you've got three children from, or they've got one the same and then one one child each. So they've yep. obviously got the, the problems of what a family like that would have. And he's a teacher and he's at a school and he's, you know, you know, he knows a lot about the second world war and, and all this stuff and all the teachers. So, um, and then this accident happens. There's this, this crash, this train crash and this toxic cloud comes up. So, and it's all like, everybody starts panicking. You've got to leave town. There's a, you know, the car, Oh, we're making a mistake. There's too many cars trying to get on the road. There's two, this, this, that, and the other. Um, Adam driver's pretty deadpan most of the time, you know, and although like, He's, I, I, yeah. I could have, I could have, bet, I could have bet good money for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's the story, and then it's they're, they're dealing with all the family things, you know. Oh, I've forgotten my teddy bear. Oh, I've forgotten, you know. Let's we've got to sleep in the. Yeah. Um, so, this film, it's it's bizarre. Normally, I like strange films. I like I like the odd, <laughs> the odd quirky sort of thing. And for about the first hour of the film, it is. It's really good. I really, really got quite um, quite I thought. Oh, this is good. This is good. And then it just went, this is like about three films in one. And then it just went totally bizarre and like a revenge flip to do. And even for me that likes all that weird stuff, I'm like, oh, come on, come on. So for me, this is a film of two halves. It's like the first half I really, really enjoyed. And then I was thinking, what the hell is happening here? What's going on? It's like a, a mishmash of like three or four movies all going. So is it revenge flick? Is it? And I've got to be honest, after a while, it got on my nerves a little bit. So, but I, so the first half, I thought, well, yes, this is good. This is good. This is something you watch. And then, as I say, it just went into like, oh, he finds out his wife's been taking these drugs and seeing some sort of guru and he goes, to, he's going to kill the guru, but he ends up taking the drugs and blah, blah, blah. And it's all like pretty, pretty bizarre stuff, which generally yeah. I like, but I just found it like, what is this? You know, I mean, normally <laughs> well, with weird stuff, well, there is some, there is something to it, but to this, there was like nothing to it. Was it a bit too arty? Was it a bit too arty? Perhaps? I wouldn't even say it was arty. It just didn't know where it wanted to go or what it wanted to be, or you know, there wasn't yeah. really any art to do with it. <laughs> well, it is because I've heard a lot about this book and this book that it's based on. By I think it's a author called Don DeLeo. It's like the, uh, apparently it's one of these books that people have said it's one of the great unfilmable novels mm. because apparently the book is like that and does go all over the place and all that. So so and I've heard a lot about this film that it's kind of like oh it goes this it goes this it goes this yeah and and what you said about uh, there's about three different films in there I've heard that as well about it and all that so and that's why I feel like it's like you have to be almost in an experimental frame of mind to watch it yes. yeah I, I, like it's, it's and that's part of the reason I haven't watched it because I've I've been more <laughs> like I want a narrative all right I want I want a beginning I want a middle and I want an end <laughs> I don't I, I don't want no, no, I, I've been in that kind of mood, so no, I've been like, okay, white noise. I need to be in the right frame of mind because if yes, not, yes. I'm just going to think this is a bunch of this is a waste of my time. Yeah, waste. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, would, I think. I, th I think you would, Toes, and I think uh, you would, Sharon, as well. I think you think, my God, what is this? Okay, so how many stars? How many stars would you give okay. white noise? Purely on the fact that I really enjoyed the first hour. Yep, I'm, I'll give this a three. I'll give this a three. So, but the the second half of the film was was sort of all over the place and all pretty weird but just for trying i'll give it a three for, for you know giving it a good go and yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah from, from what i've heard and i think obviously the director is the kind of person who is not going to be he, he he's not going to give you nonsense he's going to he's, he's going to give you he's going to have a good go at things yes. right so that is um three stars for white noise and i would like to answer the first bit of feedback that we've received on our live show Yes, okay. superfan Nina Remtula, we are hey. bloody live. Hi, Nina. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Nina. <laughs> she just sent me a message. She just sent me a message that literally says, "You're bloody live." <laughs> you got it. I can't believe I'm watching you live. Yes, yes, yes. We are live, Nina, for your enjoyment. All right, cool. So now we're gonna go back to Netflix and stuff. And uh, no, no, we're going back to cinema. Sorry. We're back to cinema and we're going to talk about Empire of Light. Now, Sean and I, well, if it's in cinema this week, just assume that Sean has seen it. So, so Sean and I have seen this one. And Empire of Light. So this is Sam Mendes. It's Sam Mendes and it is the, oh, excuse me. Uh, Stop my timer on myself. So yeah, Sam Mendes and it is it is him. This is the, the next one he's done after 1917. 
And I feel like this is him sort of changing tact a bit. So obviously everybody here was line 17, one take wonder, all that kind of mm. stuff. And this is Sam Mendes doing the personal film that you, you, you're watching this and you have a feeling that this might be based a little bit in his childhood. And the whole, series, the whole thing about it is that there's this cinema somewhere in Sussex. They say it's Sussex. They mentioned a place called uh, Lye, Lye, which is where Paul McCartney is supposed to leave, live. So it's somewhere on the Sussex coast. So this is a cinema right on the I, seafront. I think, it's the, I think it's the Kent coast. The Kent Coast. Yeah, Kent. I think it's, it's. I mean, it's filmed in Margate, I'm sure. Because uh, I, I think, I, I think, it, well, that's the, I think it's filming. I think it's filming Kent, and I know that they have <laughs> Hastings and stuff like that on the bus when you see. Yes, it. yeah. But they, but at one point they mentioned Sussex in the film. Yeah. But anyway, it's it is somewhere. It is somewhere. Oh oh dear, oh dear. Nina just sent a message saying that she's going to see Empire of, Empire of Light at seven thirty tonight. She might want to stop watching, but <laughs> but so and it's instead of this uh, cinema called the Empire, the Empire you meet Olivia Coleman's character who's called Hillary, and she is she works in this cinema and it's an old school cinema and it's it's a cinema that even the layout of the cinema reminds me a little bit of the cinema in Ride on the Isle of Wight. What's it called? The um, Commodore. Oh, Commodore. The Commodore. Yeah, it remind the, the layout of it reminds me a bit of the Commodore on the Isle of Wight. And oh, we just lost a viewer because I said that we're going to talk about this film. But anyway, and um, and it so yeah, there's things like like it has it, it, the cinema has seen better days because so many people are not watching f films in cinema anymore. It's the '80s, so there's two screens in the cinema that are shut off. There's only two screens that are working. I have Toby Jones, who is like the projectionist, and you have Colin. Colin Firth, who is the manager of the cinema, and you find out a little bit about her life that there was stuff that was going on in her past that meant that she's actually on some medication right now. And then this new guy, um, played by Michael Ward, who is a black guy in the eighties in Margate, who shows up at the cinema and he starts working there. And then something starts off between him and her, and she's having a thing with Colin Firth. And so this film just sort of goes, and I, I'm not sure what this film is being. I'm not sure whether it's like a slice of life thing, but. There's a bit where it seems to be a mental health movie, and then it switches to whether it's going to be a race movie, then it switches to whether it's going to be a film about the magic of cinema, and it has all these sequences in there where it sort of touches on, ooh, magic of cinema, ooh, I'm going to watch a film, and it, there's bits where it looks like, oh, this is going to try and be cinema paradiso, but English, and then there's bits where it, it goes, oh, no, we're going to talk about mental health and how people didn't recognize mental health, especially for women in the in the 80s, and, and then, oh, oh, and now, here yeah, we have a whole bunch of skinheads who are going walk around the thing and they're gonna make it and this guy's gonna and and you're just kind of like okay pick a film <laughs> it's like pick a film because some there's some films that try and tackle a lot and and bring everything together and it coalesces and it comes into this one and you're like oh wow okay yeah good but this film ends and let me put it this way when the film ends i'm not sure who the main character is <laughs> because mm. it feels as if like you're starting off and that's supposed to be the main character and then the film ends and then it's like wait now we're following that story what's going on <laughs> what are we doing here what are you trying to do with this film and it, I ended up I ended up left with the feeling that this was like a Sunday afternoon ITV movie with a lot of money thrown at it so you had like you know a class A actors you had great production values and the thing looked brilliant but Essentially, it's like a Sunday afternoon watching the background thing. Where, yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Anyway, Sean, I don't know what you thought. No, yeah, yeah. So along those lines, similar along those lines. I mean, I was hoping it would be more, more cinema. You know, more to do with the cinema. Yeah, you know, you're hoping it will be more like cinema parody. Yeah, more, because I know, I know that's where we live. We're cinephiles. Yeah, that's where we live. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, because from the trailer, it gives you that. It gives you that. The, the trailer gave me that thought that. Oh, this is going to be especially because they show more of the Toby Jones bit with the you know, yes, look, looking yes. at the films and the projectors and all that, and I'm like, because that going, bit I love. I'm going through the technical technicality of yeah, how you change the, the reels from one reel to yeah, another. And job, I, I was I was think I was watching those scenes and those scenes where he's in the projection <laughs> booth. I was thinking about you and Butch. Yeah, me I, and Butch. I, yeah, I was thinking about you. That's so Sean, oh, so Sean, was I. So was I. Though. So was Sean I, has yeah. Sean has a friend Butch who was the projectionist in the cinema in Bournemouth and used to throw the key down to Sean so that Sean would come join him up in the projection booth and Sean used to watch a whole bunch of films for free. And we inter we interviewed Butch on the show during during lockdown. We and um and I I just remember thinking like I remember thinking that when I was watching I was like oh, Sean's gonna love this bit. Oh, Sean's gonna yeah. love this bit because <laughs> it's, it's gonna be like him and Butch. But anyway, carry on. Okay. So yeah, so I'm very much agree with you. It was very much. I think it was more of a a, a mental health film than anything else. That's what came out of it. 
But I do have to say that Olivia Coleman acting was was. I mean, for me personally, I was especially especially the drinking bit, especially the drunk bit. Mm. For me, was spot on. That is how I because I mean I've known a few. Not I, I've never been, but I've known a few sort of alcoholicy type people. Yeah, and they yeah. can they can turn really nasty and be really really horrible. And yeah. I thought that scene was particularly. I really enjoyed that scene. You know the one I mean. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Another way I thought that was. I thought that was. Yeah, I thought. Yep, yeah, I can see how that could happen. So yeah, I thought. I thought she was absolutely brilliant. I thought. I mean, some people don't like Olivia Coleman. I know, but she was. She. She. She gave me. Uh, I mean, I believed. I. I thought it was a fantastic performance by her. I really, yeah. really do. It was a so, class performance. Yeah. yeah um, so is that a bit like a, a bit like some some people don't like Stanley Tucci? I don't understand it. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Yes. Um. But what's you know, you know the scene where there's like a scene where in the back there's there's a roller coaster. It's like a fun fair scene. Yeah, you know that bit. I enjoyed that scene. I thought that scene. Yeah. Was good. That's what makes me think of of where it was and that. So, so yeah, and I loved the cinema. I thought the cinema was was absolutely yeah. absolutely beautiful. What a beautiful cinema! I mean, I yeah. could, it, it's it's almost as if you could rate the different films. You could rate the yeah. mental health movie. You could yeah. rate the the love of cinema movie. Yes. And you could rate the race movie. The problems of being black in the eighties. Black in the eighties. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all it's there. Like, it's, but it's, it's like it's but but they're like three different things that don't really gel properly together. It's like, a good soundtrack. It's a good soundtrack. No, well, the thing is that there's loads of things that I was like, Sean is gonna love this. I, I was like, I was like, I don't even know what song that is that's playing, but <laughs> but it's the '80s, and I'm pretty yeah. sure, I'm pretty sure Sean is gonna get this. Later. There was a bit where they they have this sort of parade of motorbikes and everything. And I thought it was gonna become all a bit like mods, mods yeah, or something mods. like that. It was gonna be like you know Brighton Rock and everything, like, mm. but but um, but but then no, it turns into a massive skinhead rally, and it's. And so there's bits about it, like so. Michael Ward shows up at the beginning, and I don't think his character has much to do. No, uh, no, I, I agree. I don't think his character has much to do. Is his his character is just there to sort of like you know support Olivia Coleman's story, and there yeah. there there the, 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 the is this um uh, romance that develops between. Oliver Coleman and Michael Ward, and I'm just kind of like, and it comes out of nowhere. It, yeah, it, yeah, it does. It, it, it comes out of nowhere. I don't find it believable. That there, there's like, there, there is. I just don't understand. I, okay, I, I, where I is this it, coming from? Yeah, I don't think it would have happened. I don't think that would have happened. But it's, I just, I, you know, it, to, to me, it wouldn't. Yeah, but that, it, uh, anyway. It, that well, there's yeah. the thing is, I mean, there, there's a, my problem. My problem was that it wasn't believable. It's like because if you talk about May December romances, yes, yes. I can handle a May December romance. I yes. mean, it made me think. It made me think about a, a film in which that kind of thing was done brilliantly. Film stars don't die in Liverpool. The yeah, film, film, film. Yeah, yeah, that was true. Film stars that don't. Was, yeah, we had Annette yeah. Benning and Jamie Bell, and that they nailed that. You believed yes. that romance all the way through. This yeah. one, you were like, what the hell's going on? Why? Yeah, that's right. It was, 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 I mean, I know, yeah, she was really bad. And I also don't think Colin Firth was particularly good in this. He, he's the, another one who didn't have much to do. Yeah, he didn't have so, much to do, but he wasn't particularly, you know, it certainly, yeah, yeah. certainly wasn't Mr. Darcy, Sharon, I'm afraid to say. Oh, no. In yeah. fact, he looked, he looked like he was getting on a bit, wasn't he? Oh, he uh, very <laughs> much was not Mr. Darcy. <laughs> he, he has... He has one particular lie. One of his first lines in the film is very much not Mr. Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and I will, but, I will, I will leave that there. But anyway, yeah. so, so if it came, to, if it comes to stars, uh, given this stars, I think I would, I think I would give it a three. I mean, because I, I think, I think it's watchable. But as I said, that it's too disjointed for me. Yes. The, the some of the things that are supposed to be key to the whole central premise of this film, I didn't find believable. And I just didn't get what I feel like if it if it had picked one of those things and if it decided we're going all in yeah. on the power on the brilliance of cinema yes if yes. it had gone all in on the um, on the mental health story yes if it had gone all in on the race story I don't think Sam Mendes is the right person to be telling that no, story no. so <laughs> so I'm not sure about that I'm not sure about that bit. Um, but when there's a bit, there's a scene where they try and bring together the sort of mental health thing and the power of cinema thing, and and I was just watching it going, why would you do that? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's, yeah, I, I, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, so yeah, I'm, so I, I'll, I'll give it a three. Yeah, I'm 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 with you much of the way on that. I mean, there was enough in there to uh, call it nostalgia, call it what you want. There was enough in there to sort of keep keep me watching. You know, it wasn't like I wasn't like huffed puffed or anything like that so mm -hmm. and i thought olivia's coleman's 
some of her performance was absolutely first class absolutely that i mean that one scene and i like the, the cinema bit when they went in the cinema so they saved that to the end didn't they all towards the yeah, end yeah, yeah, so yeah, that yeah, yeah. so that just in case you didn't like the rest of it you think oh well i like it <laughs> so yeah so i give this a three star yeah but, but that's a bit where it, it tries to go for a cinema paradiso type stuff yes. and i don't feel i don't feel it's earned it no, I don't no, I feel like I, I don't I feel it's earned it by that point. Like Cinema Paradiso, there's that whole sequence at the end of the film, oh. and by the time they get there, the film has earned it. It has done its dues. It has done everything to make you believe that scene. This I don't feel does that. No. So yeah, three stars for that. And now we go back to um, Netflix and friends and stuff we viewed at home. And Sharon, you saw something called Winter Walks, which we, which you 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 tried to talk yourself out of reviewing because you said it's not the kind of thing we usually do. So I'm actually quite intrigued to figure out what this is so go ahead winter walks yeah winter walks is something that you can only find on either iplayer or bbc4 which is i think a digital channel now um bbc2 and yep. uh, winter walks is what is called um slow tv and they, uh, <laughs> the into winter walks are half an hour episodes and normally it's a famous person though sometimes i don't always know who they are uh, but it's a <laughs> they basically uh, go for a walk <laughs> and they have a 360 camera with them and they walk on their own and then they have a drone that follows them as well and so they plot a, plot a route around like a well-known beauty spot so this last series has all been around Yorkshire so you get the Yorkshire coast you get the Dales you get um, the moors you get different parts of Yorkshire basically they sort of start saying hello we're just going to go on a walk and that you see on the map a route and it's no music there's no accompaniment it's just bird song and the, the sounds that you would hear on a walk and as they go by, they talk about what the weather conditions are. This thing has come up on the screen, like, you know, the weather's like 90% rain or this sort of like the elevation, how far above sea level they are, what the temperature is outside. And they're basically just walking along, talking to the camera, sharing their thoughts, letting their thoughts drift and wander as, as they walk along, admiring the scenery. Sometimes they pause and they'll recite a poem. They'll just sit and say, okay, this is a poem that really sits, you know, fits this this area or just fits my mood at the moment and so they sit and they sort of read a poem and then you just sit and you sit and with, with them and you listen to the bird song you let this sort of the words wash over you and then they just walk around this route and most of the walks tend to be about seven or eight miles long or well, some of them the, the shortest about four and the longest i've seen is 15 but most of the average ones like five six seven miles long and so it's quite a varied landscape and you basically just get immersed in this this slow you can slow everything down the pace of life slows down to just like how fast you can walk and some of the the people when they're walking um baroness vasai was saying on her walk you know she's so used to walking in cities that she has to go from one place to another that she power walks everywhere and she says i have to consciously make myself slow down and i think this sort of program where we have sort of quite busy lives where it's sort of slow TV, it consciously has to make you slow down just to, just to sort of be in that moment with them when they're walking along. Alastair Campbell was very good. He was talking about how his struggles with mental health and how he has found like refuge in nature. Having been in the world of uh, politics for so long and having been, again, this sort of constant activity, spending like a day just going for a walk and they film it where they stop and sometimes when they're walking along they meet people and then then the names of the people will come up on the screen and they'll chat they'll have a chat and they'll say this is the the owner of this farm and they they're the fifth generation farm and they've you know they've lived on this air uh, the family have lived in this generation for hundreds of years and it's a different way of basically spending half an hour <laughs> of just letting the world slow down to the pace of a gentle walk through the countryside and it's just the most sort of therapeutic, calming um, thing you could possibly watch on the television. <laughs> well, but... I'm just going to say they do a similar thing on the radio. They do like on on like I listen to Radio Four now. I guess I'm of an age, but they quite often do. <laughs> <laughs> they quite often have like a, a, a generally like about when there's 15 minutes, like it's just a little walk, and they say, "Oh, we're going through this style, and we're going to." And yeah, I can understand what what Sharon's saying when she says it can be quite therapeutic, you know. There's actually one that I remember. I remember trying to find a podcast once, and I ended up finding this podcast of Claire Balding going for a walk on the Isle of Wight on Tennyson Down. Wow, yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah. And it sounds like it was the like the 
the precursor to this only like you know on the radio where it was cheaper mm. to make yes. so and, and didn't didn't have all the yeah they do summer walks as well but in that obviously in the summer but in the winter time they do have these winter walks so often it's rainy it's blowing a gale and it's they're just trumping along but it's there's something about i think it's the closest thing to television that you could get to going for a walk. Going for a walk would tell. Because on the walk. island we've got beaches, we've got downs, we've got cliffs, we've got, you know, there's woodlands, we've got all sorts of walks that you can go on. And so you, part of you is thinking like, you know, I'm going to put my boots on, I'm going to go for a walk. And it's just, yeah, it's just that, I guess, that you get that feeling of just like slowing the world down for half an hour to just, you know, listen to bird song. <laughs> Yep, 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 yep. It's, it's, uh... it's a tidy one. Oh, right. Okay, so cool. So um, obviously you enjoyed this. This sounds like yeah, it's right, right, right up your alley. And then I think BBC Four. BBC Four, they, they're they the, they're the kind of people who I think they only ever want to try and make quality stuff. They, I, th I think that's the... That's the thing. The, the, I think the idea is with BBC Four, you should never watch anything on BBC Four and go, "Oh, that was a bit rubbish, wasn't it?" Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, you'd never see like the 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 foxy girls of, of the West Coast or anything like that. <laughs> the, on, on the, the real house, house, the real yeah. housewives of the Yorkshire Dales. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they okay now. now, now, now there, there's a crossover. There's a cross. Yeah, that's something that might come there, out. There's a crossover. <laughs> the real housewife of the Yorkshire Dales go for a walk. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you know it's gonna happen there's gonna, gonna have so much for one of those you're talking about all these celebrities you don't recognize one of them is going to be somebody for one of those shows very soon oh, but anyway how many how many stars would you give this well it's hard to judge because to me it's almost like the perfect half an hour of television so um you know i would give it a five cool cool to me it's like half an hour perfection all right what poetry. i love a bit of poetry so it's like Perfect. <laughs> oh, so okay, okay. Is there is there any celebrity you did not know well before this that you're now like, oh, I'm gonna go, go check out some more of what they've done. Um, there was a there was one guy. Um, I think his name is Nihil, and he's a DJ. Oh, and Nihal I Nihal Athanike. That's the guy. I could. Yeah, I he's, he's, a, he's, a he's on Radio Five. He's on Radio Five Live. Yeah. But he he had a really good walk. Um. And I thought, oh yeah, it would be interesting to hear a bit more what he had to say. It was quite thoughtful. Ah, all right, cool, good stuff. All right, good. So we that's winter walks and um, Nina, who's who is instead of writing stuff on Facebook and like and commenting on the actual thing, is just sending me WhatsApp messages as we are recording. Says she says this walks program sounds great. So this is great. We're getting live feedback on our reviews. It's kind of like we're like five stars, and someone goes, "What? No, there was one." <laughs> but, all right. Yeah, so now we. The most boring thing I've ever seen. I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Imagine someone is like, "What are you talking about? Watching it right now? It's a load of tosh." But... It's slow TV. It's slow TV. Okay. Right. And now we go back to cinemas. And Sean, you saw Till. Till, yes. Till. Now this is a film that. Um, this is a film that because we were talking about emancipation last week yes. and i think this is a film that from what i've here has done something that i suggested that i would do if i was making a film like emancipation it seems to have done something like but also it's also one of these films that it doesn't seem to be everywhere which makes me think that the isle of white might be a more arty cinema than i give it credit for because mm. i can't find it around me anywhere but you saw it on the isle of white i was saw it on the isle of white yes saw the... i saw this on monday yeah yeah okay cool so tell us about till because this sounds like it's right up my alley it, yeah. Okay. So this is the story of an incident that happened. Um, there was a, a, a family, uh, a, a young lad, 14 year old lad called um, Emmett Till that had some cousins down in Mississippi. And he was, he, so he was going to go down there for a bit of a holiday down to Mississippi. Um, and all the way through um, his mother is like, really, you can see it. You can see the, um, the angst and the anxiety. She, she's saying, you be careful down there. You have to talk to these people differently. She gives him the whole speech. You know, you must because not... because this is set during when the sixties um, or sixties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. um, and it's like uh, it's, it's you know she says you have got to be still got to be really really careful down there. You know, and, and apologize even if you're in the wrong. You got to apologize. Don't stare at people. Don't look. Don't look that because obviously living in the north in Chicago is, and she she plays that again like we're going about acting like i was saying about olivia coleman now she's fantastic she's fantastic i'm not sure uh, daniel delwire 
then you know why. Has she been in anything else that the the heart know? of the fall? All right, okay, okay. Yeah, she she do you if you remember the heart of the fall, the black cowboy film. Cowboy film, yeah. She yeah. she she played coffee. Ah, right, okay. She she okay. looks totally different. Looks yeah, totally yeah, yeah. different. So it's but not that it's, it's not a big deal that you didn't recognize her. <laughs> she she was brilliant to show that sheer you know sheer fear really about send sending him down there, which is understandable. And yeah, and you're you're almost starting to feel the fear as well and thinking. Don't go, don't go. Obviously, because you know something is going to happen because of the yeah the, the thing, and you're going, don't go, don't go. But he does. He goes down with his cousins and stuff, and obviously there's something that happens while he's down there. Um, that you know, obviously he, he ends up ends yeah. up with him getting killed. He ends up getting lynched. Yeah, yeah, he ends up lynched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and um, he so his his mother decides that. She's going to go down there, and they're like, "No, don't go down there," and all that. And then you get the, um, uh, you know, the, all the all the different. Is it was it, that's not the NCP, that's car parks, and is it the NCP? Is it? <laughs> the uh, the thing is the uh, the NAACP. NAACP, yeah. The NAACP, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so they get involved, and they're like saying, "This, this, you know, oh, you can make this. This is big publicity. You know, we can." And she's go. I'm only interested in my son. I just, just my son. I don't want to, don't want to get involved in any of that stuff. Yeah, she, anyway, she doesn't want to become politi- politi- She doesn't want. She want to politicize it anyway. She goes. She gets the son's body shipped back, and then she says, and it's 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 in pretty bad state. And she says, right, well, I want this. I want photographs of this. I want this shown. I want people to be made aware. And so there's this court case. There's a court case, uh, and obviously she knows. She walks out it towards the end because she knows the verd what the verdict's going to be already, and then. So then she joins the NCAAP to to promote it more and more and more. So that's basically the story. Um, okay, now my thoughts on it were, the, yeah, I mean, she's brilliant. Really, really, really the first bit, but I think there was a little bit too much of it. And I find myself getting, because I mean, there's a scene when she views the body and there's a lot of grief. And I mean, I can understand all that. And, and you know, the people of grief and obviously there's the family meetings and people saying sorry and all stuff like that. But I just found that brilliant acting. But can we have some sort of, you know, a, a little bit more action? Then you know, there's a lot of sitting around and weeping and wailing and crying, and the family's coming round, and it's all—it's very much like that. And there's not a lot of time spent on the court case. Uh, so yeah, again, this is uh, this was a little bit too long for me. I think this was a little bit mm. too long. I think they could have hurried it up a little bit more, if you know what I mean. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant acting. I'm not going to knock it. The, the acting was 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 first class. Yeah, and, and and there was one scene particularly where she goes down and she's talking to the family that her son stayed with, you know, and saying, "Oh, why didn't you do more? I've seen you've got a shotgun on you more." And that and he goes, "Well, you know, he goes, I got my family to think of and all that." So there's a bit of conflict there, and very forgiving. But yeah, it's just a little bit too long for me. A little bit too much spent on the grief. Um, you know, it was like hours of grief. So, you know, and it's like, okay, okay, yes, you can act. You can, it's brilliant, it's brilliant, but can we just move on with this rather than just seeing a, a, a you know, wailing? Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, on the whole, yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was pretty good. I think, I think you might enjoy it. You know, it's one of the few films where I think, like, I've, I've watched a lot of these revisionist things. I guess I was hoping it to be a bit, little bit more like, um, perhaps Mississippi burning, perhaps a little bit like that, but it, it was more more to do with the, the the politics and the grief. I mean I mean a good story and, and it's good that it's been recognized after all these years, you know. Yeah, well the thing, the thing with this film is that the the way this film is being told and what I can hear about the way this film is being told, it's right on my because I was talking about emancipation and how yes. I am so overseeing brutalization of black people on screen. Like I, I it's like I think if if you if you tell me that this is a film that's all like oh yeah almost luxuriates and spends loads of time watching black people getting beaten up, it's enough for me to not watch the film at the moment. Yeah. And I hear that for, for one of the key things I hear about this film is that they don't actually show they don't, no. they don't show the lynching it's and it's it's it it's yeah. all about the effects of what happens yes. after yes. that. And yes. that that's been what what I was preaching last week is what yes. I was saying last week yeah. that show the effects, show what happens, show what show what show what is left. Yeah. Show what show what it mentally does to the people who are left behind, yes. and and I and I like that I like that approach, mm. and it, 
I, I, can, I can understand that something like this, there, there will probably be a little bit of melodrama, which is what you're talking about. But it's something that I think I will still see when I finally get the chance, yes. when a cinema somewhere near yeah. me shows it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or shows definitely. it on TV, inevitably. For sure, yeah. I mean, I think you're right. With scenes like that, I mean, I thought that particular bit was really, really well done because it's just a case of some not very nice. And also, apparently, there were some um, workers involved with with so you sort of see some workers actually you, you know uh, doing the doing the thing but you never actually really see the actual the actual you, you hear things and you hear shots and beatings and screams but you don't actually see any of that and that's very short and that's good because i mean i often think what i find is in some movies and it's going off a little bit but like they have a, a sex scene do you know what i mean or like oh, yeah, 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 and yeah, they could yeah. go and it goes on for like <laughs> okay you get it on we know we know why do you have to prolong this you know i didn't come here for a 10 minute you know a 10 minute raunchy scene when yes okay you've done it we know okay let's move on yeah you know yeah it's that it, type it, of thing it, it, so so i agree with totally with what you're saying you know it, yeah well yeah but i've, I've always thought it's sexy yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I, th I think it's because there's there's a very fine line where you go between we need to show you this until oh look how yeah. cool this is. Yeah, there's a very yeah, there's yeah, a very yeah. fine line between Indeed. it, and and I think it's a similar thing. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, I've I've been wondering where I can talk about this, but I finally finally saw Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, okay. I finally saw it because I couldn't find it in any cinema near me while it was while it was in cinemas. And I've been waiting for it to come on on a streaming service that's free. So it's now on Amazon Prime. So I finally saw it this week with my with my wife. And and it's oh, and when you talk about like, you know, sex scenes, and you talk about sex scenes and like going on for ages and like, why are we watching this? Now, that is a film that does it brilliantly. That is yeah. a film that it's a film that does it. That, like everything that's enough for me like okay that is there for a reason that is there for a reason that that's actually quite true and isn't just so like gratuitous or anything like that but i i really like that film that mm. film is I, I i really wanted to watch it and i was not disappointed but anyway we'll move on because we have other things to talk about yeah do, do, do you want my star rating yes star yes rating. i didn't get your star yeah, rating yeah, you let's get, get a star, star rating. rating okay this 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 would have been a four if it but it was just a little bit too long and i found myself wanting it to hurry up a bit so so this will be a solid three again this will be a solid three for me cool so. no but, but i think like i think daniel deadweiler is uh, is is in talks for for acting awards and stuff like that which oh. i am awful I yes am awful. definitely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. oh oh huh. i just realized it's, it seems like we've done it. Like we started off with the films made up in the eighties to begin with, and the first first two films to talk, and the last two films to talk about a film starring black women, or even I think created <laughs> possibly by black people. Like this is like this this is the black section. So <laughs> this is a show on um, Disney Plus called Abbott Elementary, and it is a comedy series set in a set in a in a um, in a Philadelphia high school. It's set in a Philadelphia high school. So the whole idea is that you have these teachers and they are trying to work against a system that is underfunded and all that kind of stuff. And it is this is done very much in the style of like, you know, the office. So in the first episode, they let you know that there's a documentary crew that the principal, the principal who is entirely incompetent and got her got her job as the principal through nefarious means, not by being a good teacher at all. <laughs> so and, and so she has gotten like this uh, documentary crew to follow to come into the school and follow everybody around and you're watching what the documentary crew fi films but the reason she got them in is not because she wants to showcase the school or anything it's because she wants to be famous she's that kind of person she's always on tiktok all that and you get to meet all these different teachers and you have the really earnest teacher who is the um, general teagues who is played by quinta brunson who also created the show and um, she is the pretty much the main character. You have James Tyler Williams, who is from Everybody Hates Chris, if you ever saw that show. And I always find it difficult. I always find it difficult reviewing comedies. And I've said this over and over again, reviewing comedies without just trying to sort of like do a bad version of the best jokes in the show. And so, so what I end up talking about, I, I just had to, and I think I've decided that for comedy to work, you need a good cast of characters who play well together. And this show has that, especially, especially, I mean, even when they bring the kids in, because obviously they're in a the school and they bring the kids in and there was, we finished watching it last night and there was one particular line that they, that had us in stitches, had me and my wife in stitches. Like, you know, when you're laughing so hard that you can't actually hear the next couple of lines, I have to stop it and rewind it because it's like, we're missing too much. That was too funny a line. 
and I think they just keep coming up with these situations with with the teachers and the and the and the kids and all that kind of stuff and the the school and I think the character of Ava Coleman, who is the principal, she is played by Janelle James, an actress called Janelle James, and I like you know when you see a character and you're like. I would hate to hang around this character in real life. If this was a real person, I would want to be wherever was furthest away from this person. But because it's somebody else's pain and it's not real and it's on TV, I love this character. <laughs> and I think I think, I think she, she she is brilliant. She like rules every scene she's in. You know when somebody walks into a scene and you go, all right, this is Ava's scene now. Everything is about her. Even <laughs> if it isn't about her, this is now her scene. And they use the, they use the fact that they have like a, a like, you know when they... They don't, they have these sort of interview sequences where they go and they get interviewed a bit like the office, like they get interviewed talking to the camera, but they have, they use the, their side eye looks to the camera is, they use them brilliantly in this show. Like there's just bits where a character will just come in and the, the look they'll give will be so that character, so that moment, so that right. And they create this world that you just kind of go, you know what, great. So I, it, it won quite a few Emmys last, last year. It won quite a few Emmys last year. And I think it is deserving of all of them. And I would say, go watch it. If you don't like that kind of office style of filming where they film people and it looks like it's supposed to be a mockumentary and there's someone talking to camera, you might not like it. But I think it's really, really funny. I think it's really, really good. I think it has a brilliant cast of characters. And um, yeah, I would recommend it heartily. I would give it a four out of five. Cool. cool. So that is it. And if there's no questions about, about, about elementary, no, nope. I think nope. I think that sounds pretty good. Cool. I will I will fire on. And also for oh for people people of a certain age people of a certain age who watched Moesha whatever channel that was on I think it was was it Bravo I think Moesha was on Bravo either Bravo or Nickelodeon yeah there's there's an actress who I haven't seen in ages and she was in Moesha playing Brandy's mom and seeing her back on screen was like. Oh. Hmm. So, but if, but if you if you know what I'm talking about, and if you had a similar thing, and if if even if, if even when I say the words Moesha, you know what I'm talking about. You're my kind of people. <laughs> you're, you're of a certain age. <laughs> you're of a certain age when that was one of the only few shows with black people on it on TV. All right, cool. So I think that's it, and all that is left for us to do is to figure out who has won this week. Mm, I think I think it's, it's probably quite convincingly Netflix. I would think. Then you know the streaming, yeah, yeah home viewing. Yes, yes, it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> but that is not to say that cinema was bad because no. cinema did not drop below a three. Mm. So and like, like, like Sean, as you were saying earlier, you were saying earlier that you you enjoyed your viewing experiences this week. They had like yes. really, really good viewing experiences this week. And I think I don't think anything was bad this week. So all in all. The real winner was us. Yes, it, was. <laughs> the power, it was us. Yes. The power was in us all along. Yes, it so was. yes, it was. so yeah, it, it's Netflix this week, but quite frankly, nothing's bad. Mm. Nothing <laughs> nothing was bad. Nothing and was bad. so but before we go, before we go, Sharon, I have to give you a, I have to give you some feedback. And I think you thought I was gonna talk about this when I said I had finally finished <laughs> watching. I finally got to watch. So Yeah, I saw in the week that you'd actually given in. Uh, no, 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 uh, uh, this is, it's not about giving in, it's about being it's not. It's not about. Give, it's about. It's, it's about being true to my word, and finally, <laughs> and finally, being true to my word. Maybe it might be like seven months late, but, but finally, finally, keep uh, like keeping up a promise and watching persuasion. Yeah, I'm gonna have uh, to keep mine now, and I. Yes, yes, uh, Sharon. Sharon, I have started. I, yes. I, I am working my way through. Uh, let me let me just say that I, I was worried. One of the reasons why it took me so long is I was worried that I might like it when you really, really didn't like it. I should not have worried. I should not have worried. I should not have worried whatsoever. I am currently at a, at a scene that, that, that infuriates the life out of you. If you can guess what scene I am. It involves a tree. Somebody so behind... <laughs> and it involves a tree, many. somebody behind a tree, and. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know the scene you mean. <laughs> yeah, yes, so, so yes. That Do you yes. think, because uh, that time I watched it, I was thinking, you're just sitting in your own way. 
I'll, I'll tell you what. I, uh, my my plan is to because I'm watching it like about twenty minutes a day. So um, okay. so the idea is that by next week, by next week I should have finished it. By next week I should have finished it, and then I'll give you my full debrief. Okay. But 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 rest be rest be short. I'm making notes as I'm going along because <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, no. No resemblance to Jane Austen. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think in a WhatsApp group, I think in a WhatsApp group, you got my initial thoughts about the opening of the film. But I'm making notes as we're going along. I'm making notes as we're going along. So hopefully by next week I would have finished watching it, and I and I can I can give you what? Okay. Oh, Sean. Okay, Sean. I think I think that was Sharon talking, saying that you need to watch it. I do need to watch it. I was just thinking that. I was thinking, what? Where is it? Where can I watch this? It's it's on Netflix. Oh, okay. I should do that then. I should do that probably okay. tonight. I'll probably give it a go. Uh, and when we finish, well, I'll make myself a cup of coffee. I'm yeah. really good. <laughs> yeah. I never I, have to watch it again. Don't worry. <laughs> I should take a. I should take a, a, a photo of watching it so that. I, I don't, don't worry, Sharon. I'll Sharon. come back. I'll come. I'm, I might. You never know. You never know. I might. Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Strange. Sharon. Sharon all I can say is your your misery has company coming in. <laughs> <laughs> your misery has company coming. Or right, so. I, I'm not sure if we said this, but this is we're talking about persuasion. And if you go into our Netflix. Oh, our YouTube channel. Um, you can just look for a YouTube channel and look for persuasion and um, <laughs> look for persuasion and see Sharon go on a rant about like I think it was about a 20 minute rant about this film is one of our most viewed videos and you and then go watch the film and tell us what you thought but anyway <laughs> until next week when we shall eventually finish watching persuasion and because there doesn't seem to be much in cinema we'll have more space to talk about it again I can't believe this this is like the this is like the film we talked about the most in the last year <laughs> I can't believe how much we've talked about this film but um yes it's a goodbye from me and it's a goodbye from me yes well look thank you for joining us thank you for joining us if you joined us live and we'll see you next week give us five stars go ahead go to a podcasting and just say yeah these guys are all right give them five stars and tell all your friends but thank you <laughs> thank you very much bye